Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 46. Change is so hard. You are listening to this podcast because you are a midlife mama. So I know you know what I'm talking about. When I say change is hard, I imagine you going, preach, sister, tell us all about it. Because you can relate to how hard change is. And let's dig into it. Like, let's really kind of pick this apart. Why is change so hard? First of all, change is hard, period. But change in hard is midlife. It's because we're coming out of a big section of our life. So picture how old your kids are when they dump you, when they leave you, when they break up with you. And they could be 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 25. So picture 20 years of your life that you've committed to this human being. And it's your middle of your life, hopefully. And so you're going to really remember this time in your life. But for your kiddos, it's the very first part of their life, of their very long life. And they're not going to remember a lot of it, but it will play the biggest role in shaping who they become as human beings. That's why it's so like, what? Oh my gosh, they're not even going to remember it. And for us, we're going to remember every moment of it because it was the biggest part of our life, the most important part of our life, the most um, heartfelt part of our life. Like we poured our heart and souls into these human. So first of all, there seems to be a bit of discrepancy. Like it would be great if small humans could remember all the fabulous things because when you're a young human, everything is done for you. Like life is spectacular. But I just wanted to point that out, like the how relevant amount of time is and how relevant it is to you where you are in your life having all of these memories that you'll cherish forever and then your kiddos who probably won't remember a lot of it but the good news is the memories the memories that last are caused by huge emotions so they'll remember the good the really good but they'll also remember the bad remember no matter how hard we try we're gonna mess up we're not gonna be perfect and we're gonna kind of, you know, cause trouble for our kids, but we're trying our best. And it's funny because when we come become parents, we can see that our parents tried their best, even though they probably, you know, messed up and did stuff we didn't like. We can have more empathy, more compassion, more understanding of how hard it is to try to raise another human and not mess up. Am I right? So change is, this is a big change because it was such a huge part of our life. And we were a mom and we were taking care of humans, keeping them alive. That's an important job. And now we don't have to do that anymore. So that's why this change is so hard because literally we are changing our whole identity. We don't have to, but we can. You can do like a complete 180. Everything is about to change. There's so much change in midlife and that's why it's hard. As I'm on my trip in Costa Rica, I am moving around to a lot of different places, exploring the country, finding where I like the best. And it was time for me to move hotels. And so I packed up my stuff and I have a suitcase because I'm here for three months. So I couldn't do a backpack and I didn't want to carry it around. So I have quite a big suitcase because I wanted to pack my tennis racket because I want to play tennis and I only fit in the biggest suitcase. So every time I move, I'm hauling this suitcase down the street, you know, gravel, rock, dirt, all of it. 
Um, and so I was changing to my new hotel, just so not hotel, like an Airbnb, my little suite. And it just so happened that there's stairs to get to where I'm going. And I'm like, not a problem. Like the suitcase is a lot. I can't lift it. I just do one stair at a time. And as I started to do one stair and then two stairs and then three stairs, there's this little cafe right by, like I have to walk through the cafe to get to my place. And this young man hopped up and he came up to me and said, oh, could I help you with this? Do you want some help with this? And I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, I was horrified because the old version of me is super stubborn and can do everything on her own and finds it insulting when people want to help her. But the suitcase was heavy and I could do it, but it would take a, you know, it was like a struggle and I was struggling and I hate struggling. And then the, the mother part of me was like, oh my gosh, this is the sweetest, kindest young man. I just love him so much. Like somebody raised him right to see me struggling and to help me. And he just picked up my suitcase and carried out the stairs and it was done. And I was so grateful. And he was like, really, it's not a problem. But this really caught my attention in change, in the sense of change about our bodies, because in the day, this was not a problem. And so it, I had an emotional reaction to it because I'm feeling like I can't do the physical things that I used to do because my body is getting older. I'm 54 now and I'm, I'm always connected to my body. I'm a very physical person, meaning um, I like to be connected with my body and always know what's going on. And so when my body changes and doesn't allow me to do the things that I used to do, it can be hard. It can be hard on my brain. It can be hard on my heart. So always been a very athletic person, play all the sports, do all the things. And so now I notice that my body is slowing down or it doesn't allow me to do some of those things. And it's really, really hard. And so instead of thinking about it as something that's really hard, I want to flip my brain and ask myself, oh, what can I do instead? What is easy for my body? And also, what do I need to work on so that this isn't a problem for me? So how can I make my body even stronger as it goes into midlife? That's a key thing. And as we get older, we do want to work on our muscles. One, because if you have bigger muscles, your, your metabolism will stay faster, stay uh, higher resting metabolic rate will stay higher. So it helps you burn more calories. That's like how many uh, calories your body burns just by being you without doing anything. And so muscle burns more calories than fat. So that helps to keep your metabolism higher, but also you want to build the muscle just to protect those um, bones, right? As we get older, we, our bones will change and they become a little bit more susceptible. So we want to be strong in our body and we want to be strong in our mind. But just this gentleman, this kind, sweet soul helping me with my bags and me thinking, oh my gosh, his mom is so fabulous. She raised him right. And I was also thinking my boys would do that for somebody too. Like I, it was emotional because I could see that my boys would do that for somebody too. My boys would do that for me. They would do that for a stranger. And, oh my gosh, I, I'm struggling here. This never used to be a problem for me. So that was a big emotional charge for me. And an invitation to just dig in a little bit deeper about how I change the way that I um, exercise my body, treat my body, 
work on my body so that it's serving me. If we don't have our health, we have nothing. So forget about everything else that exists in the world. Your number one focus is your physical and mental health. Because without that, you're living a miserable life. So that's why you want to make sure that you can stay healthy so you can take care of yourself. You can do the stairs, you can lift your suitcase up the stairs, all those types of things. And so that one really got me. And that's like just an example of some of the things that are changing and how hard they can be, how hard they can be when your body is physically changing with the weight gain. Remember, your body is designed to do this. I have a whole masterclass coming out, so watch for that because it explains exactly why we store fat in our stomach area. Um, it's designed to do that and it's not a problem. And there's a way around that. So don't freak out. There's a solution for that. And it always involves um, listening to your body, your body, uh, like following your body's cues. That's critical, critical, critical. So the other thing that changes is your relationship with your kids. So you go from being their mom, the one that does everything for them, the one that's teaching them everything, the one that keeps them alive, to letting them go and letting them discover stuff on their own. And that will rip your heart out too. That is a tough one because... We just have this instinct, like we forget that they're not two and that they need our help for everything. And we also forget that the best way for these human beings to learn how to be independent is to do something, probably fail, and then learn and do it again. But our mama hearts are like, oh, I could save my baby some pain, so I'm going to help them. I'm going to give them a suggestion, I'm going to tell them what to do, or I'm going to do it for them, right? Like how often do I catch myself just stepping back and being like, they'll figure it out. The best mom thing I can do right now is not help them. And so letting go. And that's why I'm here in Costa Rica is because I want to let go. I don't want a mom anymore. And when I'm there, it's just like, it's like breathing to me. I can't not mom. And I'm like, they don't need this version of me anymore. And so I gave myself permission to stop momming. And they gave me permission to stop momming. And it's so easy for me to not mom while I'm here because I have my own adventure going on. I've refocused my brain on having to keep these humans alive to, okay, what about me? What lights me up? What do I wanna do now? For the next part of my life, which is also going to be a huge section of my life, what do I want to create for myself? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And that's what I'm doing right now. And it involves a lot of deep inner work. So of course it's easier when I'm in this beautiful tropical place, but it's intense work, but it's I'm getting there. It's so good. It is so freeing and liberating because I allowed myself to let go because I gave my self-permission to let go. As moms, we're always stuck in this shooting, this shaming. Oh no, we got to be there until the last drop happens. Like until they, even when they don't need us anymore, we still have to be there for them. Yeah, we'll always be there for them, but there's a difference between being there for your child and momming them. Momming them like when they were young little kids and needed to be mommed in that way. So now it's a different relationship and it's a different kind of momming. And you got to figure out what works best for you. And I'm figuring out what works best for me and it's like so brilliant. Ladies, this is so brilliant. Just ripping that bandaid off. Mm. I am loving every second of this adventure. It's my eat, pray, love adventure for sure. The other thing that is change that is really, really challenging is our purpose because 
a lot of people make their children their purpose. And I want to say that that's not the best idea because one day your purpose will not need you anymore and then you feel like you're without purpose. Your thought is, what's my purpose now? I have no purpose. I've dedicated the last 20 years of my life to this human and now they've gone and left me. So they are our passion. Our kids are our passion, but they're not our purpose because we existed as a human before our kids came into our life and we exist as a human after they don't need to be mommed anymore. So I really want to invite you to be curious about what your passion is. Your passion is going to be different now than it was before because you're a different human being. You have changed, you've grown, you've learned, and you have discovered a new part of yourself. So really be curious about that. So if you have the curiosity to ask really good questions, then you're going to find it faster. So just be really curious. Who do I want to be now? And what would it look like if I was that person? And what do I get to think and feel and do to create that person for myself today, right now? And then the other thing is relationships. Of course, our relationships change. Our relationships with our kids change. And it's supposed to, so that's wonderful. Our relationships with our partners change because they were very family kid focused. And now it's just the two of you. Or for me, um, I am not in a relationship. So it's me my relationship with myself and that's the biggest one so even if you are in a relationship with a partner a husband whatever the biggest relationship that you're going to be focusing on the next little while is the relationship with yourself because it's you who's rediscovering who you are now 100 percent. that's going to be the biggest one so you'd be you'd be wise to spend the most time and effort on discovering who you are what lights you up and what you want to create for yourself and what your purpose is so those are all the changes that are happening. And that is a lot. And I'd say all of them together, like individually, each one is huge, but all of them together. And then you throw in like a big dose of hormones too. look out. And then people are going to be retiring and all that, like all of these massive life changes in one go. No wonder it's so tough. And we have all these feelings and all these hot flashes and emotional outbursts and rages, like all of this stuff is going on. And that's why we think we're losing our mind. But no, it's all part of the big plan, my friend. So remember, you know what I'm always preaching is that you need to balance your hormones. You need to create a safe space for yourself, for your body to do all of these changes. And then you eat the proper food to help your body, uh, new hormones, really balance out your new midlife hormones to balance the healthier you eat the easier it is the better you you treat your body the easier it is to transition into midlife that's the key and the reason we're talking about this now is because it's a new year and when the new year comes everybody is like this is my year i'm gonna have the best year ever and we make resolutions that we promptly break and so we, we start the year feeling like a failure. So let's not do that. Let's set some intentions, how we want to show up. Let's pick some words. What's our word for the year? But more importantly, let's think this thought here. I can create anything I want in any single moment. It doesn't have to be the beginning of a new year. It doesn't have to be a Monday. In any given moment, I can change who I am and create who I want to be at any given time. 
quite often we put it onto a calendar and it's a good way to procrastinate or, you know, give our power away. But I literally could decide right here in this moment that I'm going to show up as a different person and make that change right in this moment, right in this moment. It is so powerful because the change happens in our brains. The change happens with our thoughts. That is where the magic happens. It's never outside of ourselves. Never, ever, ever is change happening outside of ourselves. We never have to wait for anything outside of ourselves to make big, huge changes. It all happens inside your brain. Our thoughts create our results. So if you want to create something different, you change your thoughts. That's all you have to do. And I say that's all you have to do, but it's really hard, but it's simple. And then you got to do it. So it's hard work and you got to be consistent with it. If it's the self-discipline that makes all the difference. If you have a goal over here, you want to create this. You don't want to be asking like, uh, have I created the goal? How do I create the goal? It's like what you want to focus on is the one little thing, one or two little things that you do every day consistently with self-discipline that will get you to that goal. So here's my goal. And then I change my focus. What do I have to do every day? Just a little bit every day consistently without giving up, always believing self-discipline and then boom, now I've achieved this goal. That's the part that people forget to focus on is the consistency, the self-discipline. That's how you achieve any goal, as long as you never give up and you show up for yourself every single day. I was walking on the beach, doing my beach walk. I hit the beach two times a day, minimum. First thing in the morning for a walk or a swim. I sometimes go surfing uh, also in the middle of the day. And then I always go for the sunset. Everybody goes for the sunset because it's like medicine for the soul. We go watch this amazing, fabulous thing happen every day. And then are in awe of how amazing this is and it happens every day and it fills up our hearts and our soul but when i'm walking along the beach what i notice is i leave footprints in the sand when the wave comes in it literally just erases the footprints like they were never there and that's what we want to do to make change we can let go of what that was we don't have to hold on to it we can start fresh start new if we hold on to the past and look to our past to create our future we're just going to create more of what we've already created and don't want so in order to create a future that we do want to create a version of ourselves that we do want to be able to change gracefully we want to not create it from the past we want to create it from this moment right here we want to be present in this moment right here and that involves surrender, letting go of the past, letting go of what was, letting go of who you were, what you thought, all of that. And so when you go to make the changes, remember New Year's is just a date on a calendar. You want to do the work around it. You want to allow yourself to let go of all of that and make the change at any point when you're ready. When I was out for a morning swim, the waves are low and it's super peaceful. And I literally am floating in the ocean, toes up, just floating. A wave comes and I slowly float over it and then back down again. It made letting go absolutely effortless. And in order for me to float, I had to let go. The more I let go, the easier I was floating. The more I resisted, the more tense I was, the harder it was to float. And so as soon as I surrendered to the ocean, I could float effortlessly. 
So if you can let go of what was and just be surrender to the moment, surrender to what is, you're going to be able to make changes like nobody's business. It is so powerful, so powerful. And I want to leave you with this quote, which is from Bruce Lee. He said, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. If you put water into a cup, it becomes a cup. Water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And on that note, it's time for me to be like water. I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to go surfing. I am going to be like water. Thank you for listening, my friends. Always love yourself first and be like water. Have an amazing day.